In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles International. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsink. And happy Halloween, everyone. It's a little uh, early, but uh, it'll be the last time I talk to you before then. Uh, Richard, of course, is off doing his thing, so uh, we have a special show for you tonight. We have... Uh, a young man on the uh, phone very shortly I will bring on uh, who does some really cool stuff. And also in the show, you will be hearing Maureen, Maureen and myself as we investigate a haunted cemetery. So that's what's coming up here on Ghost Chronicles International. I uh, had an interesting weekend. We're at the uh, Festival of the Dead in Salem, Massachusetts, the witch city, of course. And uh, we did Spectral Evidence, which is uh, events we do there every year. Well, there was a bit of controversy because this year, Spectral Evidence, I decided to, uh, I guess, theme it as the witch thing and, and the witch trials and so forth. So I actually got a... Uh, a spell from one of the witches and uh, evoked the uh, spirits of the Howard Street Cemetery and one of the people with me took a picture and they got this interesting face which is on uh, my Facebook page uh, if not mine and Leslie Martin's uh, it's caused a lot of controversy in fact Maureen uh, when she first saw it didn't even want to do the event if I did the spells but all went well and everything was cool but anyways, without further ado, I have a gentleman on the line from the UK, and he does kind of some interesting work. Uh, he does a lot of uh, Halloween songs. Uh, Dean, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Born, yeah. Dean, what is your last name offhand? I not next. It's, Bar- it's Barnell. Barnell. So, oh, Dean. F A R N E W L. Yeah, it's an unusual name. There's not many of us around. So, so Dean, let me ask you this: you, You've written several songs about Halloween, correct? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a theme that I've always been interested in. And, and and why is that? Well, it started from when I was a boy, and when my father, you know, when I was about sort of eight, nine, ten, you know, when the Hammer horror films go on, you know, with all the old classic Christopher Lee. You know, Peter Cushing, you know. Oh, cool we always used to hear them in the background and we're never allowed to watch them, you know, and it's always fascinating, you know. So uh, later on in life, you know, it's catching up on them. They were just brilliant. Just the uh, implicity, you know, in the films and production, mm-hmm. you know, it's all sort of, um, it's just fascinating to me. So, so uh, Dean, what do you do as a, for a living? Well, actually, um, well, you would call it a mailman, but I'm uh, over here as a, a postman. Mm-hmm. You know, I just work part time as a postie, and uh, in, the, in my spare time, just to write some songs. Hey, do you, I assume you have a, a musical background, correct? Believe it or not, I haven't. No, I only picked up the guitar a couple of years ago. You know, uh, taught myself how to play, and um, started playing along to um, uh, bits and pieces in books. You know, song books, the old classics, and thought, you know, I want to want to write something for myself. You know, and have a unique song for myself. And the horror theme was. Um, Perfect for me and the supernatural and what have you. So uh, decided to put pen to paper. So you know what, uh, Eric? Why don't we play one of these songs so our listeners can uh, hear what uh, Dean writes? Yeah, these these were all done in like one take because the production in the studio was you know was quite expensive. So uh, the songs you know, on. 
Now, now let me ask you this: Is uh, if someone wanted to, to hear these songs, where could they? Um, what, what I do, Ron, is um, I actually uh, record them myself, and I put them onto YouTube and send them off to stations, hoping that you know they'll get picked up by somebody who can make a better production of them, or and sort of like uh, pick up on it and. Perhaps I could, you know, re-release them with a better quality production. Mm-hmm. So I'm just hoping that someone will pick up on them and uh, give us a call, you know, and re-record them or do something to them. Because after all, they're just, they're just one takes, you know. Yeah, that's a, pre- that's a pretty good song, Dean. I, I really like that one. I, you know, I really yeah, do. You probably noticed that some, you know, with, with a lot of songs, they're, all, they're not, not all done in one take. Some take nine, ten takes to get yeah, perfect. So, oh, even more than that. Just really, demos, really. Yep. Uh, yeah, but they yeah, are yeah, like... I'm pleased, they've got a good... I mean, perhaps that's what people like, you know, the rawness, you know, just uh, the basics. That's, people, that's what they like about them. And and you've written a, a few others, and, and you want to get, list a couple of them that uh, you are... Oh, yeah, I've, got, I've had some good feedback from uh, this track called The Monster's Ball. Um, uh, so there was an uh, internet horror show called Late Night at the Horror Hotel that been using that as their theme, and they've just released that on DVD, you know, and that's, uh, that's been getting some good reviews. I've been sending that off to people, you know, and they've all said it's a, it's a great tune, you know, and I've done a little YouTube video to go with it, mm-hmm. like I've edited a little video myself with the uh, animations of all the horror characters, go so with it, you know, and uh, get some really good feedback about that one. Yeah. Uh, so look out for that one, The Monster's Ball. Monster's Ball, and you can, you can find that on YouTube. Uh, it, YouTube is, I've done another couple of monster horror related ones. One's you did a Jack, Jack the Ripper, Ripper too, wasn't it? Jack the Ripper, yeah. There's um, Psychopath. That's about my sort of tribute to Norman Bates. Uh, the Bates Hotel. Classic film. Classic film. My dad uh, let me stay up and watch that as a boy. Yeah. Scared the life out of me. <laughs> So, you know what's yeah. funny, Dean, is, is when I was a kid, we didn't have color TV. We had the black and white. and That was in black and white, actually. It's like a path. Yeah, and, and, and that's the cool thing is a lot of these black and white uh, films actually have a neat uh, genre to them that they, they're just their own fascination in itself, just the the, the black oh, and white feel to it. It's the music as well, you know. Yeah. I mean, in Psycho, it's the music that scares you as, oh, yeah. as much as the film. Absolutely. You know, where, where it suddenly just comes in, you know, when, you know, something's happening. It's, yeah, let me tell you this. When, when we first got married, my wife refused to take a shower by herself if I was not home. Oh, I always lock, I always lock the bathroom door now <laughs> when, I go, when I go for a shower. Ever since, ever since that time I've watched Psycho, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> But that's that's all cool stuff. And um, the Jack of the Ripper one I found interesting, too. Now, is that because uh, you are from the U.K.? Where, whereabouts in the U.K. are, are you from? Well, it's like sort of uh, about 20 miles north of London. Okay. Sort of, uh, towards, oh, gosh, I don't know if your listeners would know where Bedford was. Well, it's an international yeah. show, actually. Most of our listeners are from the U.K., believe it or not. Oh, right. Well, I've just, Be- just moved to Bedfordshire recently. I was living in the southwest of England. Mm-hmm. I've, I've moved up to live with my partner. You know, so uh, you know, I've only been up here about eight months. So it's nearer to London. So it's, it's nice to sort of see the events well, and things happening around London. And so the Jack and Ripper, when you, you chose it, did you chose that because of the you're from the UK? Or has it just been a fascinating... Um, it was, it was another one of these things about it's the fascination aspect of it, you know, like the, the case is no, it was never solved, you know, and it was um, also I had I've been I was getting a lot of good feedback from the horror websites where I was sending the songs, and I wanted to keep the same theme going, you know, with the with the, the, the you know the macabre type of uh, theme. Right. So I was, I was rooting through sort of bits and bobs, and I thought Jack the Ripper might have been a good theme, you know, to have as, a, as another song, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, looked up all the bits and bobs about all the events that happened in, you know, in 1888, and uh, a song together. You know, and uh, there's another one in the vault. So I'm quite pleased with that one. It's one of my favourites as well. Oh, there you, you go. Know, it's, uh, it's one of the later ones. You know, where you had a little bit more sort of confidence in the studio, sort of thing. Well, Dean, I hate to tell you this, but we actually run out of time. I want to thank you for popping in on us and uh, talking a little That's bit. Great. I really appreciate it's it. Just, I love that cool, song, yeah. Ghost, the, Ghost of the Stairs. And uh, so, if anybody wants to listen, definitely go to the. Web. Oh, you can join you. Join you as a Facebook friend too, right? Go, yeah. 
By all means, all go to YouTube. There's, uh, there's um, some. I've added some little uh, videos to the songs, just to, you know, sort of break them up a bit, give some something to look at. There's some nice Halloween themed stuff as well. You know, on 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 YouTube, just type in my name and uh, the songs will pop up. And great to get some comments. Okay, thank you, Dean. If CBS Records are listening, <laughs> get Kevin Emery to give you a call as well. There you go. <laughs> Cheers, Ron. Yeah, thank you very much, Dean. Nice talking to you, bud. Yeah, bye. All the best. That was Dean Farnell and uh, Ghost on the Stairs. And tune in tomorrow night as uh, we have a special Holloway edition of uh, Ghost Chronicles Next Generation where we have Penny Dreadful. Ooh. And we will talk about horror films and have some other neat surprises and a contest. So tune in next tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for that one. So I think we had just about run over time, so I am going to say uh, goodnight, and I will see you on the flip-flop. The hell is that? Hang on. Can't use it. We killed this. Why? Test one, two, three. Test one, two, three. <laughs> well, you can need the mic, silly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my mic is working? Yeah, mic is working. My okay. mic is working. <laughs> Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Halloween edition of Ghost Chronicles on Ghost Village Radio. I am Ron Kolick, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unbelievable, the unexpected. How about the unexplained and the unbelievable? I know, but you know what it is? It's, here we are. First of all, you know it's not really Halloween because Halloween's already gone by. But <laughs> <laughs> It may as well be because we're walking in the cemetery okay it's yeah. pitch black out it is um and i'll have to tell you this this church that's in front of us right is that what a church it's yeah it's it's amazing in the air it's back from like the 1700s uh-uh. um it's a big old stone church um but it's it's a little creepy walking through the cemetery at night anyway no matter what time of year it is it is anyway so thanks for that ron yeah, that's not a problem. And that, you know what? <laughs> what? We did the first show here. That's right, we did. So that was uh, 75 shows ago. 75 so, already? Yes. Yeah, so but it was is, during the day, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was at night. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, it was at night. So anyways, uh, we're going to walk over here a little bit, and we're going to cut to something right now, and then we'll be right back. True Stories from the Haunted Hudson Valley, read by Linda Zimmerman, the ghost investigator. So turn out the lights, close your eyes, and listen, if you dare. Just passing by. Cynthia did not believe in ghosts, at least not until one dark winter's night near an old cemetery. There were some patches of ice as she drove along Sickletown Road from New City to West Nyack, so she slowed down. Paying careful attention to the road, Cynthia noticed that someone had pulled over up ahead, and she slowed down even more, thinking that there may have been an accident. However, before reaching the other car, she saw something that made her stop, too, and it wasn't ice. It wasn't even on the road. It was above it. In the trees at the edge of the other side of the road, there was a fog-like mass, roughly the size of a person. Fog in such frigid conditions was unusual enough, but adding to it that this fog moved made it all the more bizarre. This is not to say that it simply blew away in the wind. It moved in what seemed to be a self-determined way, regardless of any wind. Cynthia took her eyes away for a second to look at the man who had pulled his car off the road. He had gotten out and was standing and staring at this unusual mist. She wanted to go over and ask the man what he thought it was, but just then the cloudy shape began moving onto the road. Slowly, silently, it continued its movement, seemingly determined to reach some destination. It did not have far to go. By the combined light of the car headlights, Cynthia and the man watched as the mist-like form glided across the road and entered the gates of what she quickly realized was an old cemetery. That was enough for her. 
Removing her foot from the brake, she hit the accelerator and drove away. As she began to get some distance between herself and the traveling apparition, she thought several times about turning around and talking to the man who had been as transfixed as she had been. However, Cynthia finally decided that her nerves had been strained enough for one night, and she continued on home. Was the Sickletown Cemetery ghost simply the result of an unusual combination of atmospheric conditions? Could it have been the headlights playing off the moisture in the air? Perhaps, but it is quite a coincidence that this atmospheric aberration headed right into an old abode of the dead. For the brave or simply curious who have nothing to do some cold, dark night, this may be the perfect opportunity to discover if when we pass on, do we still occasionally come back to pass on by? About a year after this story was published, a man who grew up near the cemetery told me that in the early 20th century, a young boy had tied a rope to a high branch of a tree in the cemetery, and he would swing out on the rope over a stream and jump in. Unfortunately, one day he fell off the rope before reaching the water and was killed by the impact with the hard ground. Many people claim that this boy's spirit still walks the grounds of the old Sickletown Cemetery, but at least he may not be alone. We're back. We are back. You're listening to Ghost Chronicles on Ghost Village Radio. So wait a minute. Is that ectoplasm? Did you just see that? Did you? I just saw something go right by us on our right. I, that's a little strange. Yeah, whatever. Did you see that? I saw a shadow, but it went right by us. Oh. Right behind you. Is that, wait a minute, is that ectoplasm? Or is that your breath? Wait a minute. No ghost, not, you know no what? ghost smells like that. That must be your breath. <laughs> oh, you better stop it. First of all, what? my breath is fine. I just chew gum. And second of all, yeah, um, it's not that cold out to have have breath. Even though I'm surprised, typically this time of year it'd be freezing, but it's not too bad. Is that God? Um, what? Why is God lit up? I don't know. Can you see that? Where? In, in the window. I. Yeah, I don't know why. Let's go look. It's a. Um, Let's go look. The stained glass window for our listeners. Well, yeah, we don't know we'll go what we're right talking about. connected here, you know, with the biblical cord. <laughs> the biblical cord. Whoa! Did you see that? Oh, come on! You didn't tell me you didn't see that. I didn't see that. Something just ran from there all the way over there, and I mean ran. Really? Yeah, it was. Because it was something that we had run right behind you on the back. My peripheral vision picked it up, and this one I was looking for the. This was a the flashlight. Flashlight, like we need a flashlight. What goes we do. To, it's pitch black. Oh, we isn't that bizarre? God shows up in the window. Because it's light blue. Oh, that is spooky. I don't know. Um, really, I wish we should. I wish I had a picture. Oh, is that the hanging tree? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't no, go. No there. there is no hanging. Okay. So, anyways. Uh, I will tell you, though, what? What are you let me, me take you to this uh, place where I used to play when I was a kid. Excuse me? You played in the cemetery? I used to sit here and read to myself in the cemetery. This was my, I felt more at home in a cemetery. How sad is that? Wicked sad. Um, but there's actually, you got me saying actually again, there is a, <laughs> kind of like a mausoleum or a crypt. And what it was, now this is a really funny thing, is that I had a friend and we were Don't riding. Don't look like they're looking at you? It does. Mm. I was riding my bike oh. in the, around this mausoleum and it was, you know, it was a time when I'm going to age myself when it was the graveyard smash. You know that song? You mean the monster mash? Monster, or say monster mash. It was a graveyard smash, yeah, right? Whatever. Well, we were singing that song to the top of our lungs, driving it. All of a sudden, thunder and lightning in the uh, in the uh, cemetery. And what we used to do is we used to sit on top of this mausoleum, and we used to open the like a little cover at the top and yell down the pipe. Whoa, 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 whoa! Wait, wait a minute. You yeah. did what? We used to yell down the pipe and, hello, is anybody here? And then it sat down on lightning. Did they answer back? No. Where are you going now? I'm looking for it. Actually, it's, where is it? Because it's right in the, it's at a hill. So we could ride our bikes up the side and slide down it. Yeah. It was creepy. Okay. <laughs> Those photos are creepy. They look like they're looking at us. I know. They I do. I don't like that. So anyways, they I have my, watching us. I have my EMF meter. 
Okay. Yeah, it's not going off. No. Okay. Are you feeling anything? By the way. Yeah. Not much. No. 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 Not a lot. No. Yet. If we like pull out a pendulum or something, now we wouldn't want to do that. Hey. What? Pull out a pendulum or something. <laughs> Oh, I didn't say that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, you perv. Anyway. <laughs> so where's this? Where the heck is it? I'm I getting know. like, I'm disoriented. Cause so it's anyway, dark. while we find this, we're going to listen to something <laughs> else and we'll be right back. All right. A supernatural encounter from ghostvillage.com. <laughs> Jeff Belanger here with an encounter sent in by Laura of Ventura, California. This took place in the summer of 1999. I call this one Premonition and a Returning Visit. Laura writes, My son's father passed away in early 1998. Although our relationship had ended about three years earlier, we had a strong connection and remained close friends. Two days before his death, I had felt some sort of imminent danger surrounding him. Then I dreamt about speaking at someone's funeral. When I woke up, I remembered that I had been very emotional, but I did not have a clue as to who had died. None of the people in attendance seemed to have actual faces. They were just sort of generic. About an hour or so after I awoke, I received a phone call from my son's grandmother telling me that my little boy's dad had died. He had been found about an hour earlier. When I did say a few words at his memorial, there were only a few faces that I recognized. I could hardly see anything at all through my tears. However, my encounter occurred a little more than a year later. As I was getting ready to go to sleep one night, my boyfriend came back upstairs after getting a glass of water. He looked like he was shivering, and as he got close to me, I could see that he had goosebumps. And this was in late summer. And this is the guy who wears a t-shirt and shorts all through the winter. He said there was something he felt in the living room, that he had passed through some cold spot, or maybe it passed through him. He was finally able to fall asleep after a while, but I just continued to lie there in pitch black waiting for sleep to come. It was after maybe 45 minutes that I heard a voice, soft and not threatening in itself, but it just pierced right through the darkness. It couldn't have been more than five feet away from me. It spoke one word, hi. I was frozen solid and looked all around but couldn't see anything anywhere. My eyes hurt as I strained to see something. My heart was beating harder than ever, and I was literally scared stiff. I knew I hadn't imagined it. That voice was crystal clear, and I had most definitely heard it through my ears. Then, again, I heard that same calm voice saying, Oh, I'm sorry. I recognized at that time. It was my son's father, apologizing for scaring me. And then he was gone. I sure wish I had immediately recognized his voice. I've gotten many signs over the last few years, but I haven't heard a word from him since. back anyways and once again we're in the cemetery where is it it used to be up over here i think it's on the other side of that like hill what's that thing there what put the light over there on the hill we are there that house-like thing what house-like thing that big house-like thing up there come here stop you gotta pull it right there there yeah what is that oh that's another that's another tomb but that's not what i'm talking about okay it's gotta be oh it's right there see it is right in front of us See how it's got, we used to ride our bikes on the side, and I don't know. Oh, it's like buried inside. Yeah, they used to, what I was told when I was a kid is that they used to hold the bodies in there. Yeah. Until they could bury them in the spring. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they used um, to do that in houses, too. Yeah, so Put we. in the cellar. Because they couldn't dig, right? Right. So, of course, being the morbid children we were, we used to go see if we could smell the top of the pipe. Smell the top of the pipe. Yeah. You walk up the side. Oh, really? And, and now, wait a minute. Didn't I get a lot of grief because I used my nose as a tool? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I was only like 10. So, uh, mentally 10, but sorry. <laughs> anyway, right. you know what's really funny? When I was a kid, I was locked in the mausoleum. Ooh. Yeah, we rode our bikes. And we Get went to this here, graveyard, really? and it was open, and yeah. I went in, and they locked me. Hey, hey, don't go too far away. <laughs> <laughs> Let's walk this. Well, you got to kind of go this way, because it's such a steep embankment. Oh, for God. All right. And I have clogs on, by the way. Yeah, whatever. I know I've been trotting around the cemetery. I've been wearing heels, my... Look at the bright side. Thanks. It's still my work clothes. Oh, my God. I didn't know I was going to have to work. 
So we're climbing this hill. All the, the moss up on the side of the mausoleum. Sure, you used to go here when you were a kid, right? Yes. Oh. Not that long ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> See, this? Oh, that's just a bad gas one. So where's the whole thing? There used to be. Where'd uh, they put it? Did they, probably they get leaked. rid of it? Yeah, they probably leaked it. Oh, that's disgusting. I wonder if they filled it in. I don't see it. Well, they must have filled it in. Because too many kids did that. Yeah. We used to open it and you probably... Well, it like? was a bad thing. It was just like an opening with a cover. And you oh. pull the cover open, you could look right down into the... Thingy? Into the pit, or whatever it is. So that was uh, interesting. That's intriguing. Oh, well, that's a bummer. That's what happens only... Ooh, feeling something. Really? Right here? Yeah. Okay. I'm feeling tired. What are you feeling? I'm feeling just a sense of energy kind of whooshing around us. That's very strange. Because it wasn't until we walked up here and walking around that I'm starting to pick up like somebody's around us. Now you think like the word got out? Possibly. Whoa. Whew. Still with us? Yeah. Did you hear that? What was that? Oh, I heard it. Wait a minute, you hear that? That's probably the traffic, though. I heard a voice. There's another weird sound. What's over there? It's a pond. Huh. There's a, um, well, there's actually... Well, before you go off from me, I want to look at the front of this place. Okay. Just remember, we're attached here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> if you go one way, I go the other way. Someone's going to not go anywhere. Musty oh. smell, huh? So this is it, huh? Yep. It's a metal door. Hello? 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 Oh, yeah, that goes over big. Huh? That goes over well. What's that? The yelling through a keyhole? Well, it's better than yelling in a vent. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> so, anyways, let's, let's go check that sound out. And while we do that, why don't we play this? Expanding the Bridgewater Triangle, I'm John Horrigan, joined by Christopher Balzano. Haunted cemeteries. There's one in Taunton. One of the features of the Taunton State Hospital is a cemetery. What basically happened is a lot of them got unmarked graves, and through the efforts of the community, these unmarked graves were dug up, and this beautiful cemetery was built. A former student of mine, who was a convicted criminal, found a way to get out of Taunton State Hospital. He basically escaped. He decided to lay low for a bit and kind of decide what he was going to do and escape under the veil of night to his freedom. He went into the cemetery just slightly past dusk to basically lay low. Uh, there are trees kind of in the middle of it and around it, and he figured if I can just hide in these trees till it gets dark, I can make my way out. So he was sitting there kind of pondering his, his, his next move, happy to be free for the first time in several years when everything got very dark. It was almost as if the sun set right on where he was. He thought this was very unusual, but having had a history of drug use, he was kind of thinking maybe, you know, something is, is going with me. My mind's going a little bit. He had experienced things like that. And all of a sudden he saw several orbs kind of in the general area of him. And he would see them out of the corner of his eye. Uh, he would try to focus on it, and then he would, he would be disappearing, and he would see it out of the corner of the other eye. He was trying to follow it again. Several times he would see two or three of them. So he just kind of basically was in a state of confusion as he would see these orbs just always right in sight, but able to jump out of it as soon as he turned. As his anxiety level raised, he began to run in a circle to try to catch these things. Finally decided, that's it, you know, I'm getting out of here. Began to pack his bags, and he heard, almost as a whisper right in his ear, a female voice say, Get out. Well, this person who had been dying for years to be free threw his bag across his shoulder, walked to the front door of Taunton State Hospital and turned himself back in. Okay, we're back. We're back. Yeah, and we're going to investigate that weird-ass sound we heard. 
which was over here. Man, look at all the graves in here. I know. It's a pretty big cemetery. I hope we don't get picked stopped by the cops again. We probably will. <laughs> Especially we get the flashlight going in the cemetery. That's all right. We know a cop, right, from Andor? No. Oh, that'll be good. Should we drop his name? No, I don't think he'd like it. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, this is a new section. This is a new section. Okay. So, Except that I will tell you, I went in here a couple months ago, and I felt kind of bad because when I was walking around, there was one of these stones, and all of a sudden I see, saw this woman kind of, you know, like a quick glimpse of a woman there, yeah. and I felt, I don't know, I just felt a really feeling of sadness. When I went up to walk at the stone, I looked there, and there was like these little gifts or rings from her kids, oh, yeah. and she had passed, what was, what was that light over there? Did you see it? Yes. There was a light. There was a, a light. light back. Is it, is it something we're reflecting? Something must be reflecting, maybe? Let's take a look. Oh, I see it. Look at that. Oh, my God. What is that? Oh, that's too freaky. Let's go down and look. Actually, and she was standing there, and there was gifts to her and rings and little cars left oh, yeah. by your kids. It was pretty sad. Oh, right here. They get all little gifts. Little gifts. Angels and scarecrows. I think it's just shining off the tools. I don't know. I, I, I couldn't see it. It was like bright. I can't figure out what it was. Did you... Um, yeah, they need to fix in, that one. In the new... In the new that's Pussy Roll. Somebody find the Pussy Roll. Whoa. What? A little ground a little soft for you? No, but I was just thinking of all the duck poop that's probably around here. What duck poop? <laughs> I'm not doing... You didn't tell me about duck poop. <laughs> not Whoa. You said the ground doesn't feel too good, does it? No, it doesn't feel good here. I, look it. Now, here we are. There is no nothing here. There's no light, nothing, but there was a light going across the cemetery. There was, when we flashed this light on one direction, the light was headed a different way. So we shined it one way, and it went totally across, away from where it was a shadow. So that wasn't the flashlight. No, it was bright, too. Uh, what, I was going to ask, wait, 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 what? The, the newest sections, I mean, there's, is there the opportunity to be haunted as, a new, as an old section? Why not? I don't know. I mean, typically, you. I would hope that a spirit is long gone before, but I will say that there are occasions where you might see a spirit that shows up at the cemetery, and sometimes I think it's because... Oh, this ground is freaky. Isn't it? It feels padded like you're walking on... Yeah. Like, ooh. You know, I always think of like Stephen King. Oh, check that. That's got to be a light. What's that over there? Straight ahead. Straight ahead. Straight ahead where? Straight ahead. I can see it. That light over there. Yeah, but that didn't shine the light. I know, but what is that? That must be somebody's light that they left out, like a little... Um, a night lamp, you know, like it, it's solar, solar powered. Lamp? Yeah. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Well, let's check that out. Yeah, it is. I can see. It's got to be. Did you, you see the red thing? What red thing? The red thing? I didn't see the red thing. You didn't see the red thing? No, but I there saw that is. light again. What the hell? There was a light again. It just went by us. It just went right across over there. I'm seeing a red thing over there, like almost like two red eyes. Oh, wait a minute. What's that? Those are head taillights, isn't it? No, 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 no. What was up over there? Oh, wait a minute. Let's go look. Let's go investigate. Yeah, let's go investigate. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely solar light. Okay, I'll give you that. That's, that is a solar that's light. That's definitely solar light. See? I'm going to be scientific. Yeah, but I don't know what those two red things are. And it wasn't taillight. The rose up there. These are tiny. Tiny ones? Tiny. And it was started here, and it went over that way. Now, see, this is shining off the stones. See how weird that is, though? Look at it. Look to our left. Yeah, that's not that. Wait a minute. Did you see that? There's something here. I'm serious. There's something chasing us or following us or something. Well, it, was, it, was... it was just over there, the same thing, the bright light. Over there. That's a flashlight. That's a flat. That's a... Okay, that's that. That's a solar power. All right, that's good. But still, there was another light there earlier, and there was that something that went around us, so that was a little... There's odd. someone there. That light just moved. That light just went out. Put a light over there. There's something over there. What the hell? All, all right. right. You got us all tangled up here, I think. No? Oh, yeah. The wires? No. Okay. That was... What the hell was that? Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> Typically, I'm pretty good when I'm walking around cemeteries, but this is a little odd, even for me. This is something definitely around us. 
I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know me, and I'm like, where yeah, that, whatever. Where is that it's light? Gone. It's gone. Where Absolutely is the gone. light? It was supposed you. to... That, the one is over there, the other one. But I, there was something here. You saw it, and I yeah, saw it. Yeah, there was... Ow, you pulled my course. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not separate too far. All right. Yeah, there was a bright light. I'm telling you. I swear it was somebody with a flashlight. Right, and there was nobody here. There's no flashlight. This, and I and I thought maybe there was another solar-powered one, but there isn't. There isn't. There, I thought it was. You know, this is pretty freaky. I, you know, I should have a camera with me, but I never thought there would be anything really, here. I honestly, God, I mean, we've been here before, and I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I'm hearing something. Wow, that's, I don't know, I can't quite figure it, what I'm hearing. See, that just goes to show you, you never know. You know, really, I, I mean, I, I, I'm really sorry I didn't bring Cameron out. I should have brought the night scope. You know that? We'll have to come back here some other time. Well, you know, when I was a kid, and we used to make jokes about coming in here, a bunch of the teenagers would walk into the cemetery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, wait a minute. Yeah, I know, I know, that's what I'm saying, though, yeah. But one time we jumped over the cemetery wall, all of us, when we got into the cemetery wall, my cross fell off my neck. Get out. I'm serious. So if, All right. even after I sit here and read, at night it used to freak us out to come in here. And it's been so long, I just figured it would be fine. We're going to come back with night scope. This is way too weird. I mean, I saw those lights. I'm not... Those lights, I thought it was another... I, it was so bright that I thought it was another I solar. A flashlight or and, something. And yeah. I thought it was a flashlight, and yeah. there was nothing there. So that's, that's uh, a new one. Okay, there you go. And with our eyes, we didn't need to have the infrared. What was that? You saw that too? Yeah. Something like following us? Uh, it kind of feels like can it. Can you feel anything? I mean, psychically? I can pick up feeling like someone's around us, but that was we, it started since we were standing on top of that. Now, wait a minute. There's definitely lights in here. I don't know where they, what they are or what they're doing, but there's no flashlight where you're flashing and it's light. I'm serious. Well, it, it started feeling some weird energy when we were standing on top of that. What just did it again? Where? Right there in front of us on the right. And I have my flashlight pointed away from me to my back so that no light would be shining. And right near that stone, this hardly see it, the outline of the stone, behind it was a bright light. All right, this is nuts. Now, there's no way. Cause my, see how we have the flashlight? Yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking, maybe it was a reflection, but... But I turned the flashlight so it's headed to my back so that there's no light out front and... Check! Right by the pond. It was just the same way. Bright as... A bright, bright light. Okay. Well... This is very interesting. I would love to come back here with the night vision, just see what we could find, just for the heck of it. You up to that? Uh, sure. <laughs> I am, I am. No, seriously. I mean, this is your neck of the woods. I mean... I know. That's fine. I have no problem with it, but... I would just just like to... I mean, because I am so kicking myself because uh, we had no camera, nothing. Again? Again. What the heck? Something's following us. And there's someone here with us right now? Do you have a pen with you? I don't. You know I don't? You always do. I know I always do. I thought we just... I didn't realize to bring anything. I got my EMF me, but not, nothing's happened with this. Well, of course, this is one of these ghost ones, so... It's yeah, not there's somebody with us right now that wants to show themselves again with lights. Let us know, because we're ready we to make watch. Sure. Make sure pendulum? Um, I don't have anything, really, that swings on it. I got it. keys, but I don't have anything long. They cut my chain off when I went for my heart surgery. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, remember? You couldn't take oh, it off. Oh, that's right. That was the weirdest thing, huh? I used to wear this this uh, um, chain around my neck all the time, and it had the scapular and the exorcism metal on it. And the clasp on it was actually destroyed. You know how they have the little things on it? Again? Again. Yeah. And it was absolutely destroyed. So I went in for my uh, heart surgery. They cut it off. Wow. Yeah. Do you still have it? Did you buy another chain or something? No. I've, I've got the, the two metals pinned in this shirt. Uh, you should have bought another chain. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, All right, let's head back. Yeah, I think we need to come back out and... Uh, I, I would like to take another crack at this place because uh, I, I am quite...
Well, right. this is a very old cemetery, okay? Some Why of the older stones. I've never seen so many lights. 1600s. Yeah. Um, I think there's like 1662 or 1672, maybe the youngest or the oldest, I should say. Really? Yeah. Some of the old... Well, you want to go up to the older stones before you leave? I would probably take off. Okay. And come back and do a real investigation. A real investigation? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So stay tuned for another uh, Ghost Chronicles. We'll uh, definitely... Uh, we'll be back. We'll be back. So... I'm going to stop this now. Put the, put the light over here for a second. Okay. Massachusetts is known for its old homes and rich history, but one particular cemetery is causing quite a stir among locals. That's where we find the night team's Brian Bates for our Halloween edition of New England Ghost Stories. You know, cemeteries during the day can be eerie enough, never mind at night. So what better place to be tonight than at a cemetery, one of the oldest and most haunted along the coast here in Newburyport, Massachusetts. The story on the, the grave is that it's been broken into uh, four times from 19, no, 18, 26 kids break into it, and they like, they, they've taken the corpses and propped them up and poured liquor down their throats, and they actually caught one band of them wearing the, the clothes uh, in the town. All Hallows Eve, the spookiest night of the year, especially in Newburyport, Massachusetts, an historic seacoast town with stories of horror and hauntings, including those from the grave at Old Hill Cemetery, filled with broken headstones marking the resting place of old fishermen and whalers, a cold ocean breeze blowing across the hilltop, and even open tombs, all the ingredients for making even the strongest stomach a bit queasy. It's, it's the combination of the knowing there's dead people that you're walking on, uh, the monuments that are in front of it, which are very spooky because they've been used throughout the years in uh, uh, films and movies and so forth. But this place has a strong history of hauntings, if you would say. Yes, this is the, uh, the cemetery where uh, Ryan got the picture of the uh, head coming out of the ground in uh, Bob Cahill's book, uh, Haunted uh, Happenings. Well, we didn't see any heads coming out of the ground this time, but it was definitely one of the most spookiest places I've been so far. And on the most active night of the year, the New England Ghost Project is making an attempt to connect with the spirits. Okay. 1776. What's the name? What's the name? Can you make it out? What's the strongest thing you could pick up? As far as uh, picking up, a lot of times I feel the pain of the person's death and how they died and get a glimpse of that, of their pain when they passed on. It's extremely active. Uh, when Brian comes in, he's, he's always got direct hits here. Mm -hmm. Well, of course, this is a place where I got slammed looking into that uh, open grave. Mm -hmm. uh, that was kind of unusual. So if you happen to come upon this particular graveyard in Newburyport and you feel a little spooked, well, there's a good reason why. There are over 50 sailors who fought in the Revolutionary War buried right here. And they've come back a number of times to haunt not only Ron, but locals as well. Happy Halloween. I'm Brian Bates, News Now 19. We're back. We are back. You're listening to Ghost Chronicles on Ghost Village Radio. All right. There it was again. Another light. Really, I never expected anything at all. Interesting, huh? Well, Miles Standish's granddaughter is buried here. Really? Yeah. There's a, uh, a We're flat... We're in Andover, right? Yes. We're in Andover. There is a flat um, tomb, not even a tomb, but a, a stone that is so worn out you can't read any of the engravings in it uh -huh. or the etchings. And, of course, when we were a kid, we used to like, lay on top of the stone to see if we could pick anything up. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, you could read out little bits of it, and you could see that it was Miles Standish's granddaughter. Oh, wow. Do you know there's... Uh... I think this is a cemetery. There's a guy supposed to be buried here. He was murdered by a whole bunch of women with, with uh, needing, what do you call it? Needing needles? Needing needles. Really? Yeah, that's right. Who told you that? A uh, historian. Hear the ominous sound of the train in the background. Woohoo! That death train. <laughs> My neighbor holds the key to the gate. 
Really? She's the gatekeeper? <gasps> He's the gatekeeper. He can let us in if we need to. Yep. Interesting. Well, you know what? I really didn't expect anything here. I am quite surprised. There you go. Goes to show you when you least expect it. That's right. When you expect least expect the it. unexpected. That's right. Okay. As we walk here, it's like I get a shiver that creeps right down my spine. Right, right here? Yeah. Yeah. I sh you know, I always have my pin on. That would have been cool. Too bad I didn't bring it. Wait, wait. What? Did you hear that? It's like somebody walking across the leaves. What have you got? Okay. Well, there's the... Uh, place we started out actually the tomb we stood on top and that's when we started picking up the energy so that's I wonder right. whoa what was that just tripped on something I wonder if we um dead body no not dead body I wonder if we just didn't wake anything up you know oh it could have been my yelling in the keyholes like, hey! yeah it could have <laughs> been that you think anybody there <laughs> god <laughs> okay always an adventure what is that place there it's a church. church. It's a church, and do you know that they have... It's not like a real church. Yeah, it is. They have weddings here. Do you imagine people is it come concentrated? in... Concentrated? Yeah. Oh, wow. They have weddings here, and some people get freaked out. They don't want to drive by the stones to have the weddings. They have concerts here, like, um, you know, piano concerts and some musicals. But then they also do... Um, they, once in a while, they have witches' meetings, because it used to be a place where the witches would meet. They can? Yeah. They had, um, I think last year, I remember them having some kind of day where you basically, the there was a wedding here, and they, they went through the whole, it was a Wiccan wedding, and they had, did it in here. Huh. And I guarantee, I went into that place, and the energy is unbelievable. You can definitely pick up uh, a lot of energy going on, a lot of spiritual energy happening. I mean, it's, it's a very beautiful place, but it's incredibly uh, old. They had somebody come in and try to... Um, break into it a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah? And they, re, you know, they fixed the damage. Oh, that's too bad. But um, that's why they keep the lights on it, to try to keep people from breaking in. Well, who would go in the cemetery at night? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, who? Can you hold one second? Don't say nothing? Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'll follow you. I'm going to shit this off. All right, so... Whoa! Well, maybe not. <laughs> Who was that? Just tripped again. Oh, what? I, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go there. That's one ugly tree. What, this one? No, that one. Well, that was not so great either. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, what's that? That's that place I told you I used to sit all the time. Where? Right here, when I was a kid, because it had... Oh, it has the wood. Oh, Remember I told what? you that? Yeah, we're still recording. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So we can actually say this is... Yeah, Okay, this just is... walk on and say, hey, over here. Yeah, all right. So over here is where I used to sit by this tree all the time. Actually, it was... Where is the tree? I used to sit right over here, and I used to read, right? And these were like my my friends. Yeah, right. And oh, my God. Is that what it says on it? Wood. But wood. check this out, too. It's like, this is why. Barnabas Collins. Anybody ever watched the Barnabas yeah, Collins? Yeah, check yeah, it out. yeah, yeah. So I always loved this stone, and then I never really paid attention, but when you look at the side of it, you can see that the name of it is wood, right? Right there. And this is the, the whole plot over here is all the family of wood. But the funny part is, is that when I was a kid, I was like 10, 12 years old, I used to sit here and read stories to them all the time, because I'd say, oh, you're like my family. And then I, you know, grow up, got married, move away. And when I came back, I bought my mother's house again, and I moved back home. I told my husband, let's go take a walk in the woods. And he's like, oh, in the cemetery. Well, in the cemetery, yeah. too. He says, oh, I'm not going to go there. You're crazy. So I said, all right. So I come for a walk, and I start feeling all this energy like I came home. So I come and check out the stones, and I almost, you know, screamed when I noticed. Because I really, as a kid, I never really paid attention to it, but oh, all God. the stones are wood. So I kind of wonder if they didn't have me marry into their family. Huh. Yeah, so Amelia Wood, uh, William Jason Wood, you know, and my name was not Wood. It used to be Kucha at the time. All right, what was that? That was right beside me. Right beside you, yeah. Right beside me, right here. I caught it only in peripheral, though. Right, okay, I'll say that, but that was... All right, let's go. Let's go. Time to go. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you I for letting us walk around. Equipment. I really didn't expect well, anything Well, if you let happen. us come back, we'll come back and visit. Yeah. I really Seriously, I feel like family, so I gotta say goodbye. Uh, yeah, yeah, goodbye for me too. Be nice. <laughs> On the left over there is Jay Leno's 
parents. Really? Yeah. Should we say hello? Yeah, let's go say hello. Say, Baron, where's Leno's? Murphy's. Leno, right there. Oh my God. Catherine and Angelo. So hello. 1994 and 93. 93, yep. That's sad. A lot of it people do sad. that. You know, when somebody will die and like a short time later, the other person will die. Yeah, I know it is because they, their heart's broken and they miss them. So, yeah, these have... Now, see, when I was growing up, these stones were... There was none here. So, now, ever since over the years, we've been getting... Look at how many stones now. Uh, yeah. It's almost like a party going on. There's my house right there. Mm. And it's just like energy all the time, which is why I put the Pukau mirror for our listeners who want to know to uh, send back any unwanted energy on the guess. outside of my door. And I have a... Oh, guest, And I have a Pukau mirror, which it's amazing because as soon as... We have a storm, and it blows and turns around. It sounds like a party's going on in my house, and I know that something's happened to my Pukau mirror. So I'll go outside, check it, and right away I notice that there's something missing or turned around. Feng Shui. And I'll feng shui, and I fix it, put it back, and I'm good until we have another snowstorm. Feng shui or is awesome. Blizzard. I do that all the time. I've always constantly adjusted. The nice thing about feng shui, it's almost instantaneous. So anyways... It does. So anyway, to our listeners... Yeah, we're, we're here at the... Uh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. We're right here at the uh, the gateway. You see the little metal key thingy? Yep. And here we are, so... We're at the gateway to the cemetery. And we'll have to come back. It's the... Should we give the cemetery name? No. All right, we won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, we got to come back. We will. We'll okay. definitely come back. So but, um, but now it's time to say... Good night. Wait a minute. What are you power getting, line? readings, or is it power lines? I don't know. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It, that turned on over there. Hey, we walked in with it on. It never turned on. Exactly. What the hell is that? We're leaving now, so they don't want us to leave, maybe? That's bizarre. All right. Goodbye, guys. Bye, guys. You got to go. <laughs> <laughs> My Pukau mirror is not going to let you in anyway. No. <laughs> across the street before we get killed? No. Oh, no, not no. yet. God, no. You're going to no. get us killed. Oh. Now, see, if it was the power lines, that would have been off. Now it's went off and no, on. No, wait a minute. That did not. We walked. I walked over here with it on all the way. I know. There's nothing around me, is there? Nope. There was, they're on the side of us. They're following us from the cemetery wall. Yep. There's Go. no power lines. There's no power lines over our head. They're on the other side of the street. So it's not power. Oh, God. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's not the same kind of power. Okay, guys, we're a pleasure to meet you. We want to thank you for letting us uh, communicate with you. Yeah. No, but it's time to say good night. Yeah, hit the road. And God bless. Yeah, that too. Whoa. Good job. It's gone. It's gone. All right. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Isn't that bizarre? Hmm. From ghoulies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night.
goalies to ghosties. If you feel overloaded, overworked, underappreciated, things that go bump in the night. Deliver us. The Parents' Blight with Brenda Nixon. Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet. It's time.